ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Today then we arrive at Surah Al-Bayyinah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ مُنْفَكِّينَ حَتَّى تَأْتِيَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ رَسُولٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ يَتْلُو صُحُفًا مُطَهَّرَةً فِيهَا كُتُبٌ قَيِّمَةً وَمَا تَفَرَّقَ الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَفَاءَ وَيُقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَذَلِكَ دِينُ الْقَيِّمَةِ Up to this it is mentioned those who disbelieve from among the people of the scripture, the Jews and the Christians, and al-mushrikun were not going to leave their disbelief until there came to them clear evidence, a messenger. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from Allah reciting the Quran purified pages in which are correct and straight laws from Allah and the people of the scripture the Jews and the Christians differed not until after there came to them clear evidence, meaning the Prophet Muhammad and the revelation, and they were commanded not, but that they should worship Allah, and worship none but Him alone, and perform the prayer, and give the zakat, and that is the right religion. In this opening section then, the first ayah, لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ مُنْفَكِّينَ حَتَّى تَأْتِيَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ That those who disbelieve from the people of the scripture, the Jews and the Christians and the Mushrikun, they are not going to leave their disbelief until a clear evidence comes to them. So, in this ayah, you can see that all of the various forms and types of the disbelievers are mentioned. لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ they are all of the different types of kuffar. Ahlul kitab, the people of the book. Wahumul yahudu wa nasara, 
and they are the Jews and the Christians, summu bidhalika li'anna suhufahum baqiyat ila an ba'bu'itha al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ma'ma fiha min al-tahrif wal-tabdeel wal-tadheer. The reason why the people of the book are called the people of the book, meaning the Jews and the Christians, the reason why they are called the people of the book is because they were given, or their prophets, their messengers, Musa alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam, were given revelations and books that remained with them, with the Jews and with the Christians, those books remained with them up until the coming of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. despite the fact that they were obviously distorted and changed and altered, they were not upon their original form, but along with that alteration and distortion, they did ultimately overall remain with them. So the Jews had their book and the Christians had their book when the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sent. Because of course, Musa alayhi salam and Isa alayhi salam was sent before the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So the Torah and the Injil, those books came before the Quran and so when the Prophet ﷺ was sent, then the Jews and the Christians had their scriptures from the past. So they were known as the people of the book. They had a book, even though it was now distorted and changed and altered. فَالْيَهُودُ لَهُمُ التَّوْرَةِ So the Jews, they have the Torah. وَالنَّصَارَى لَهُمُ الْإِنْجِيلِ And the Christians, they have the Injil. وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ Because it says in the ayah, لَمْ يَكُنِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ The people of the book and the mushrikeen. The mushrikun هُمْ عَبَدَةُ الْأَوْثَانِ مِنْ كُلِّ جِنْسِ مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ وَمِنْ غَيْرِهِمْ The mushrikun are the people who worship the idols, whatever form of those different idols might be that they worship. They worship these different idols and deities of theirs, so-called deities of theirs, and that could be all types, any type, any variety, all of those who commit shirk and worship other idols and deities besides Allah, then they are mushrikun. Does that mean that the people of the book are not mushrikun? That there are people of the book, then there are mushrikun? The people of the book themselves are Mushrikun as well, but they are given that title to highlight the fact that they had a scripture. Whereas the rest of the Mushrikun besides them are general Mushrikun that may not have a specific scripture.
But they are all ultimately disbelievers and all of them ultimately falling into shirk of some sort or another. So Allah tells us the people of the book and the mushrikun, they are not going to separate away from their kufr. That the people of the book and the mushrikun are not going to leave their kufr and shirk and what they are upon. They are not going to leave that. Until some clear evidence comes to them. So the bayina is everything that by means of it the truth is clarified in every affair. So anything whereby the truth is clarified and made apparent, then that is a bayina. That is some proof or evidence. So they will not leave what they are upon until they have some clear proof and evidence that comes to them. So everything that the truth becomes clarified by, then that is a bayina. That which the truth becomes clear by. So every affair will have its relevant form of evidence. فَمَا هِيَ الْبَيِّنَةِ الَّتِي ذَكَرَهَا اللَّهُ هُنَا So in regards to religion, then what is this proof that they wanted or that they want or need before they leave their kufr? What is the proof here that they need and they require and they will not leave their kufr otherwise? Here it is of course as the next ayah tells us, Rasulum min Allah, a messenger from Allah, a messenger from Allah, that is a clear proof with the revelation that he comes with. Falbayyinah qal Rasulum min Allah, a messenger from Allah. Wahadha Rasulu huwa nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Muhammadun Rasulullah. Ibn Abdullah al-Hashimi al-Qurashi. So that is the messenger, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Muhammad, the son of Abdullah, the Hashimi, the Qurashi, sallallahu wa sallam alayhi wa jaa bi sīgatin nakirah rasūlun ta'zīman lah. And the reason why it is mentioned in the indefinite form that until a messenger comes to them and we know that there is only one final messenger, Muhammad to come to them but then why does the ayah not make it specific and leaves it in the indefinite form, a messenger 
One of the reasons is that in Arabic you can do that to indicate the magnification of something. The magnificence of something. This is to indicate the magnificence of this affair, of the coming of the final messenger. And that can be done by mentioning something in the nakirah, the indefinite form in Arabic. لِأَنَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ جَدِيرٌ بِأَنْ يُعَظَّمْ التَّعْظِيمُ اللَّائِقُ بِهِ مِنْ غَيْرِ نَقْصٍ وَلَا غُلُوْ Because the Prophet ﷺ is deserving to be given that appropriate respect and magnification, the, the appropriate level. And the appropriate level that he is the final messenger, the seal of the messengers, the best of mankind. That is an appropriate level of respect and praise for the Prophet ﷺ. So we do not fall into shortcoming with regards to his rights. And neither do we go into exaggeration and excessiveness with regards to his rights. So Allah tells us, Rasulun min Allah, a messenger from Allah. Yani anna Allah arsalahu ila al-alamina bashiran wa nadira. Meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a bringer of glad tidings and as a warner to all of mankind as Allah said in another part of the Quran that we have sent you to the people as a messenger we have sent you to the people as a messenger فَهُوَ مُحَمَّدٌ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ مُرْسَلٌ مِنْ عِنْدِ اللَّهِ بِوَاسِطَةِ جِبْرِيلِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ So the Prophet وسلم, was sent as a messenger and given that message via Jibreel alayhi salam that revelation, that message was given to him via Jibreel alayhi salam لِأَنَّ جِبْرِيلَ هُوَ رَسُولُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ إِلَى رُسُولِهِ مُوَكَّلٌ بِالْوَحِي يَنْزِلُ بِهِ عَلَى مَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهُ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ Because Jibreel alayhi salam, he is the messenger of Allah to his messengers. Jibreel alayhi salam is the messenger of Allah sent to the other messengers in this world. So Jibreel alayhi salam brings that revelation from Allah to the messengers in this world. So he is Allah's messenger to the messengers. And so he brings that revelation to them and then the messengers convey that to mankind. So Jibreel alayhi salam has been given that responsibility and he is sent down upon those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selects. So then it tells us, يَتْلُو صُحُفًا مُطَهَّرًا That this messenger has come reciting the Qur'an. Purified pages. Reciting the purified pages of the Qur'an. Meaning the Qur'an that has within it truth. 
and negates and nullifies all falsehood. So those pages are pure pages, the pure revelation from Allah. So the messenger recites that Qur'an for himself and to the people. سُحُفًا جَمْعُ صَحِيفَةً وَهِيَ الْوَرَقَةً أو اللوح أو ما أشبه ذلك مما يكتب به The صُحُفًا The uh, pages The صُحُف The pages Meaning some type of pages or parchment or scroll that you write upon Mutahara, that they are purified. Purified how? That revelation is purified how? Meaning it is pure upon tawheed, purified from any form of shirk. Mutahara ay munqah, min shirk. Wamin ravail il akhlaq, wamin kulima yasu'uh, lianaha naziha muqaddasa. So it is clear and purified from shirk and from all of the lowly uh, affairs and from every type of evil and it is purified and clear and sanctified, sacred. And what is in that, in those pages, in those papers, in those scrolls, that revelation that the Prophet ﷺ conveyed to the people, فِيهَا كُتُبٌ In it are correct and straight and upright laws. Within that revelation, upright laws, correct and good laws. كُتُبْ أَيْ مَكْتُوبَاتْ the meaning of kutub here is that there are writings, what is written. So there are upright writings, meaning that revelation has within it the upright laws for mankind to be upon. فَكُتُب جَمْعُ كِتَابٍ بِمَعْنَى مَكْتُوبٍ وَالْمَعْنَى أَنَّ فِي هَذِهِ الصُّحُفَ مَكْتُوبَاتْ قَيِّمَةٍ كَتَبَهَا اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلٍ So the meaning is that in these pages there are valuable writings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote وَمِنَ الْمَعْلُومَ أَنَّ الْإِنسَانَ إِذَا تَصَفَّحَ الْقُرْآنَ وَجَدَهُ كَذَلِكَ And of course, if a person goes through the Qur'an, reading the various pages, he will find exactly this, that there is a great deal of valuable knowledge to be learned, valuable laws and rules, and the upright religion to understand from that. وَجَدَهُ يَتَضَمَّنُ كُتُبًا أَيْ مَكْتُوبَاتْ قَيِّمًا انظر إلى ما جاء به القرآن من توحيد الله عز وجل والثناء عليه وَحَمْدِهِ وَتَسْبِيحِهِ تَجِيدُهُ مَمْلُوءًا بِذَلِكَ So you can see in the Qur'an when you read that it is full of the tawheed of Allah and the praise of Allah and the glorification of Allah 
and the magnificence of Allah. The Quran is full of all of those affairs. انظر إلى ما في القرآن من وصف النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ووصف أصحابه المهاجرين والأنصار ووصف التابعين لهم بإحسان Look at the descriptions the Quran gives about the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم himself and the descriptions that are given about the companions in the Quran about the muhajirun, about the ansar and about the tabi'oon, those who came after the companions, the next generation. Unzur ila ma jaa bihi al-Qur'an min al-amri bil-salah, wal-zakah, wal-sayam, wal-hajj, wa ghayri thalika, min al-akhlaq al-fadilah. Also have a look at the types of different commandments that the Qur'an conveyed to us regarding the prayer and zakat and fasting and hajj. And other than that from the noble characteristics, tajid. أن كل ما جاء به القرآن فهو قيم بنفسه. You notice that everything that comes in the Quran it is a valuable and upright piece in and of itself. Everything is a valuable and upright aspect of the Quran. وكذلك هو مقيم لغيره. And not only is all of the information of the Quran valuable in and of itself, but it is valuable and rectifying of mankind. It rectifies and makes upright the affairs of mankind. So when it says, فِيهَا كُتُبٌ that there are valuable and important, valuable and important writings, teachings, laws within the Qur'an, إذن أخبر الله في هذه الآية أنه لا يمكن أن ينفك هؤلاء الكفار من أهل الكتاب والمشركين حتى تأتيهم البينة. So Allah has told us at the beginning here that the people of the book and the mushrikun they will never separate away until a clear evidence comes to them. فلما جاءتهم البينة هل انفكوا عن دينهم عن كفرهم وشركهم So when the clear evidence did come to them That's what they were claiming We are not going to leave until some clear evidence comes to us So when the clear evidence did come to them The final messenger was sent And the final revelation came Then did they leave what they were upon and separate away from their shirk when the clear evidence did come to them. Allah tells us what they did. And the people of the scripture, the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, they did not differ until after the clear evidence came to them. When the evidence came to them, then they suddenly split and differed. يعني لما جاءتهم البينة اختلفوا منهم من آمن ومنهم من كفر. There were those among them who did believe and they did leave their kufr and shirk. But there were others among them who even after the clear evidence came they refused 
to accept and leave their kufr and shirk. So the people of the book split and differed after the clear evidence came to them. Some believed and accepted and left their kufr and shirk. Others did not. فَمِنَ النَّصَارَى مَنْ آمَنَ مِثْلَ النَّجَاشِ There are some examples then of the Christians who did accept. They accepted when the revelation came, when the final messenger came. And they left their previous religions and they came to Islam. Like Al-Najashi, the leader of Al-Habasha at the time. وَمِنَ الْيَهُودِ مَنْ آمَنَ أَيْضًا And there were examples, there were a few examples from the Jewish people too, who at that time accepted and entered into Islam. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ كَفَرَ But then there were others who refused, even after the clear evidence came. فَمَنْ عَلِمَ اللَّهُ مِنْهُ أَنَّهُ يُرِيدُ الْخَيْرِ وَيُرِيدُ الدِّينِ لِلَّهِ آمَنَ وَأُفِّقَ لِلْإِيمَانِ So those whom Allah knew had goodness in their hearts and they wanted goodness and they wanted the religion for the sake of Allah. Then Allah gave them success and guided them to iman and to accepting. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَكُنْ كَذَلِكَ وُفِّقَ لِلْكُفْرِ but those who were not like that, they were upon corruption in their hearts, then Allah allowed them to traverse and continue upon that path of kufr. كَذَلِكَ أَيْضًا مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ مَنْ آمَنَ And also, the ayah had mentioned at the beginning, not just the Jews and the Christians, but the general mushrikun as a whole, from amongst them, same, there were some of them who believed and there were some who did not. وَمَا أَكْثَرَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ مِنْ قُرَيْشِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا And from the tribe of Quraysh, the tribe of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, many of them actually entered into Islam. Many of them accepted. فَصَارَ النَّاسِ قَبْلَ بِعْفَةِ الرَّسُولِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةِ وَالسَّلَامِ لَمْ يَزَالُوا عَلَى مَا هُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْكُفَرِ حَتَّى جَاءَتْهُمُ الْبَيِّنَةِ so prior to the coming of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, the people were upon their various forms of religion that they were upon, uh, upon their various forms of shirk and kufr, many of them that they were upon. And then when the clear evidence came, the final messenger came, the final revelation came, some of them accepted and entered into Islam, and some of them did not. They differed and they split away. It mentions in another part of the Quran, وَلَا تَكُونُوا كَالَّذِينَ تَفَرَّقُوا وَاخْتَلَفُوا مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جَاءَهُمُ الْبَيِّنَاتِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ عَظِيمٌ In Surah Al-Imran, and do not be like those who split and differed after the clear evidences came to them. After this final revelation came to them, the Qur'an, the Sunnah, the Prophet Muhammad wasallam, it all came to them and they differed and they split. Do not be like them, Allah says. They have a severe torment coming to them. 
those who split away and differed and refused to accept meaning. Then Allah tells us, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِسِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ حُنَافَا وَيُقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَيُؤْتُوا الزَّكَاةَ وَذَلِكَ دِينُ الْقَيِّمَةِ In this section, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us what they were commanded with. And the command was very simple, that they should not worship except Allah. They were not commanded except to worship Allah alone upon sincerity as Hunafa. Hunafa, Hanif, meaning a person upon Tawheed. And to establish the prayer and to give the zakat, that is the upright religion. But then Allah tells us about the state of the people. The state of the people, there were some who believed and there were some who did not. So then Allah tells us, Those who disbelieved in the Prophet Muhammad and the religion, the Quran, those who disbelieved from the people of the book and the mushrikun, then what is their end result? That they are going to abide in the fire of hell and they are the worst of the creatures. بيّن الله تعالى في هذه الآية بيانا مؤكدا بإن إن الذين كفروا من أهل الكتاب والمشركين. So Allah told us about their end result with emphasis. إن الذين إن in Arabic indicates an emphasis on something. So Allah emphasized their end result. Indeed, those who disbelieved from the people of the book and the mushrikun, then they are in the hellfire. They will remain therein, and they, for them, is the is that punishment. They are the worst of creation. Finari jahannam ay finar alati tusamma jahannam wa summiyat jahannam libud qariha wa sawadiha, fahuwa maqoolun min al juhma. وقيل إنه اسم أعجمي عربته العرب. So the name Jahannam is one of the names to indicate the hellfire, and it has the meaning of extreme depth. That the hellfire is deep, going down in pits to the depth of those pits and the darkness of those pits that is the meaning of jahannam or what it indicates the deep deep pits of hellfire the depth of hellfire and the darkness of it 
And some say that this word Jahannam is not actually an Arabic word, but that it was uh, derived from other languages, perhaps Persian, and then it was made into the Arabic language. And others, they say, it is from the Arabic language, from the meaning of Juhma, which means the darkness. So the point is, that is one of the names of the hellfire, Jahannam. So Allah tells us, those who disbelieved from the people of the book and the mushrikun, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ مِنْ هُنَا بَيَانٌ لِلْإِبْهَامِ أَعْنِي إِبْهَامِ الْإِسْمِ الْمَوْصُولِ فِي قَوْلِهِ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَعَلَى هَذَا فَيَقْتَضِي أَنَّ أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ كُفَّارِ وَهُمْ الْيَهُودُ النَّصَارَى وَالْأَمْرُ كَذَلِكَ Here there's some grammatical explanation of the Arabic language, how it works in this ayah. But the point the shaykh is making about the grammar of the ayah and the way that the words connect in the ayah, it indicates that the people of the book are indeed classified as kuffar. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieved, and then it mentions from the people of the book and the mushrikun. So the people of the book are from those who disbelieved. They are from the kuffar. فَإِنَّ الْيَهُودَ وَالنَّصَارَ كُفَّارِ حِينَ لَمْ يُؤْمِنُوا بِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ مُحَمَّدْ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ So the people of the book, the Jews and the Christians, are considered as disbelievers. Because they did not believe in the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَإِنْ قَالُوا Even if they say, the people of the book, Jews and Christians, even if they say, إِنَّهُمْ مُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ That they believe in Allah. The Jews and the Christians, they will say they believe in Allah. وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And they will say that they believe in the last day. The day of resurrection. The Jews and the Christians, they will say they believe in Allah. Mu'minuna billah. Wal akhir. And the last day. Wa limautahum rahmah, And they make dua for their deceased ones. For Allah to have mercy upon them. They believe all of those affairs and the judgment will occur. And all of those matters. So they may say, we are like you. We believe in all of these things of Iman. We believe in Allah. We believe in the day of judgment. They may say, we are like you. But even if they claim all of that, even if they claim all of those beliefs, then it is not sufficient to declare them as believers due to what they have missed. And the key component that they are missing now is their belief in the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ and the final revelation, the Qur'an. If they reject that, then even if they believe in Allah on the last day, they are still kuffar. إِذْ لَوْ كَانُوا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ لَآمَنُوا بِمُحَمَّدِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بَلْ لَآمَنُوا بِرُسُولِهِمْ 
if they truly believed in Allah on the last day, then they would have to believe in the Prophet Muhammad who was sent by Allah. And they would have to believe in all of the other messengers that were sent. And it is known that the Prophet Muhammad news of his coming and of his descriptions, they were indicated in the Torah and in the Injil. That information was already there in the Torah and the Injil. Information indicating the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And yet they disbelieved and they did not accept. So despite them claiming they believe in Allah, they believe in the last day, they believe in resurrection, they believe in judgment. All of those things do not suffice for them to be believers. Because they are rejecting the final messenger, rejecting the final revelation. So then Allah tells us about them, Ula'ika hum sharrul They are the worst of creation. Those ones who after having their scriptures and revelations, they disbelieved. Ay sharrul khaliqah, li'anna al-bariyah hiya al-khaliqah. Wa ala hadha fayakunu al-kuffaru min bani adam, من اليهود والنصارى والمشركين شر البرية. So this tells us that the people of the book and the mushrikun are the worst of creation. شر البرية شر الخلائق. That they are the worst of all that has been created from all of the creatures from all of the creation. فَهَؤُلَاءِ الْكُفَّارِ مِنَ الْيَهُودُ وَالنَّصَارَى وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ هُمْ شَرُّ الْبَرِّيَّةِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَإِذَا كَانُوا هُمْ شَرُّ الْبَرِّيَّةِ فَلَنْ نَتَوَقَّعْ مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا كُلَّ شَرْ So if Allah is telling us that the people of the book and the mushrikun are the worst of creation, then we cannot expect from them except the worst of things. You cannot expect goodness from them if Allah has told us that they are the worst of creation. وَإِذَا كَانُهُمْ شَرُّ الْبَرِيَّةِ فَلَنْ نَتَوَقَّعْ مِنْهُمْ إِلَّا كُلَّ شَرُّ We do not anticipate from them except evil. Except evil. لِأَنَّ الشَّرِيرِ يَنْبَثِقُ مِنْهُ الشَّرُّ وَلَا يُمْكِنْ أَبَدًا أَنْ نُحْسِنَ الظَّنَّ بِهِمْ قَدْ نَثِقُ بِالصَّادِقِينَ مِنْهُمْ كَمَا وَثِقَ النَّبِي so you cannot trust them. You cannot trust the people of shirk from all of their forms. There could be some amongst them, there could be some amongst them who are truthful individuals. And you can have some level of trust in some. Like for example, Abdullah ibn Uraiqit, the individual that the Prophet ﷺ hired 
when they went on the hijrah to show them the route. So they had some level of trust in him that he's a trustworthy individual. He'll show them the correct path. It could be, but the majority, the majority you cannot expect trustworthiness from them. You cannot expect them to be truthful in their statements and actions. Then Allah tells us about the opposite. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمْ خَيْرُ الْبَرِيَّةِ That those who believed and did the righteous actions, then they are the best of creation, the best of the creatures. Verily, those who believe in the oneness of Allah and in His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and all of the obligations Islam has given us and they do the righteous and good deeds, then they are the best of the creatures. وَالْقُرْآنُ الْكَرِيمُ مَثَانِي فَنَّا فِيهِ الْمَثَانِي the Qur'an, you notice, it has the, the structure of the Qur'an and from the etiquettes or the uh, um, eloquence, from the eloquence of the Qur'an, from the, the way that it is written, is that often you see examples being given from both sides together. So here the example is given of those who disbelieve and their end result. Then on the other side, the example of those who believe and their good end result. Those types of comparisons, they come in the Qur'an a lot. And that is from the eloquence, the balagha of the Qur'an. That you have the mentioning of the people of paradise and then the mentioning of the people of hellfire next to each other. And here that's the example where those who disbelieved, they are mentioned and their end result. Then right next to it, those who believed and their good end result. To give that eloquence and balance between the way that it is written or the way that it is presented. So here then Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أُولَٰئِكَ هُمْ خَيْرُ الْبَرِيَّةِ that those who believed and do the righteous actions, they are the best of the creatures. So, you have this eloquence in the Qur'an. فَيُؤْتَى بِالْمَعْنَى وَمَا يُقَابِلُهُ يَأْتِي بِأَصْحَابِ النَّارِ وَأَصْحَابِ الْجَنَّةِ وَيَأْتِي بِآيَاتِ التَّرْهِيبِ وَآيَاتِ التَّرْغِيبِ وَهَلُمَّ جَرَّ so you always get these opposites coming next to each other. Paradise mentioned, then hell mentioned. The righteous mentioned and the evildoers mentioned. The inhabitants of paradise mentioned, the inhabitants of hellfire mentioned. The warnings mentioned and the glad tidings and encouragement mentioned. That is often paired up throughout the Qur'an. And the reason لأجل أن يكون الإنسان سائراً إلى الله عز وجل بين خوف والرجاء ولألا يمل فإن تنويع الأساليب وتنويع المواضيع لا شك أنه يعطي النفس قوة واندفاعا بخلاف ما لو كان الكلام على وتيرة واحدة فإن الإنسان قد يمل ولا تتحرك نفسه 
So this is in order to maintain the balance in a person. That there is fear, but there is also hope. Whereas if the Qur'an, or, or if it was presented in a way only from one angle, then perhaps that person would not have the encouragement or enthusiasm uh, taken from the Qur'an if it was only on one angle and mentioned and written and presented from one side of the argument only, one angle only, then it wouldn't create that same enthusiasm from a person. Whereas if you have the angle of fear and punishment, but you also have the angle of hope and reward, so then there's that balance to always keep working, to be fearful of punishment, but to be hopeful of reward. And so in that way, the Qur'an creates that enthusiasm from a person. فَخَيْرُ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْهُمُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ So the best of the creation, the best of the creatures of Allah, they are the ones who believe in Him and they do the righteous actions. And there are four levels. The ones who believe in Allah and do the righteous actions are four levels. وَهُمْ عَلَى طَبَقَاتِ أَرْبَعِ بَيَّنَهَا اللَّهِ فِي قَوْلِهِ Allah has clarified the four levels. وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ Those who believe in Allah and the Messenger, they are with those whom Allah has blessed. مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ They are with those prophets and the truthful ones and the martyrs and the righteous. Those four categories are mentioned. هذه الطبقات الأربع هي طبقات المؤمنين These four levels are the four levels of the believers. طبقة النبوة The level of prophethood وأعلى طبقات النبوة طبقة الرسالة And the highest level of prophethood is messengership. The messengers are higher than the rest of the prophets. Then after the status or rank of prophethood is the rank and the status and the level of truthfulness. And على رأس الصديقين أبو بكر رضي الله عنه And at the head of the truthful ones is of course Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiyallahu anh. So the first level was the prophethood, the second level the truthfulness, the third level ash-shuhada, the martyrdom, the martyrs. Qeel, it has been said that the meaning of the shuhada in this ayah قِيلْ إِنَّهُمْ أُولُوا الْعِلْمِ That it's the scholars. That the meaning of the shuhada is the scholars. But others have mentioned, وَقِيلْ إِنَّهُمُ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Others, they said, no, it is the apparent of those who died in the path of Allah. Who fought and died in the path of Allah. The martyrs, as we say. And as Shaykh Al-Athimeen says, Al-Ayah tahtamil al-ma'nayayn jami'an bidun munaqalah. 
So this ayah can incorporate both of those meanings. There is no contradiction. And when that occurs, when two meanings are possible without contradiction, then both meanings are correct and valid. وَالَّذِي يَنْبَغِي لِمُفَسِّرِ الْقُرْآنِ مَعْرِفَتُهُ أَنَّ الْآيَةِ إِذَا كَانَتْ تَحْتَمِلُ مَعْنَيَيْنِ بِدُونِ مُنَاقَضَةِ أَنْ يَحْمِلَهَا عَلَى الْمَعْنَيَيْنِ جَمِيعًا So when an ayah can have two meanings without any contradiction, then both of those meanings are valid and correct and should be applied. So the meaning of the shuhada would be the people of knowledge and those who actually fought and died in the path of Allah the martyrs. فَالشُّهَدَاءَ هُمْ أُولُوا الْعِلْمِ وَهُمْ الَّذِينَ قُتِلُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كُلُّهُمْ مَرْتَبَتُهُمْ عَالِيَةٌ فَوْقَ سَائِرِ الْمُتَّبِعِينَ لِلْرُسُلِ إِلَّا الصِّدِّيقِينَ So the scholars and the martyrs, their level is the highest of the level after the prophets and messengers, and the truthful ones. Then the fourth level is mentioned, the salihin. فَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ عَلَى اخْتِلَافِ طَبَقَاتِهِمْ هُمْ خَيْرُ الْبَرِيَّةِ So the ones who believed and did righteous actions عَلَى اخْتِلَافِ طَبَقَاتِهِمْ With the different levels that they may be upon, all of them are ultimately from خَيْرُ الْبَرِيَّةِ From the best of the creatures. أي خير ما خلق الله عز وجل من البرايا that they are the best of the creatures that Allah created. So then Allah tells us in the final ayah of the reward that they will receive. جزاؤهم عند ربهم جنات عدن تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا. رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا عَنْهُ ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ خَشِيَ رَبَّهُ Their reward with their Lord is Eden. Adan, Eden, paradise, gardens of eternity. Underneath which rivers flow, they will abide therein forever. And Allah will be pleased with them and they with him. That is for him who fears his Lord. So for them, this paradise, this Eden, is mentioned, gardens, rivers underneath that flow. So here, هنا قدم الله الثناء على المؤمنين الذين عملوا الصالحات على ذكر جزائهم. لِأَنَّ ثَنَاءَ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِمْ أَعْظَمْ مَرْتَبَةً وَأَعْلَى مَنْقَبَةً فَلِذَلِكَ قَدَّمَهُ عَلَى الْجَزَاءِ الَّذِي هُوَ جَزَاؤُهُمْ فِي يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ Notice that this final ayah is talking about the reward the ones who believed will get. And the ayah before it was mentioning that they are the best of all creatures. So the ayah that came first was talking about their status. Then their actual reward was mentioned. And that's because Allah telling us about their status and how they are, or or what kind of status they have with Allah, that's a greater praise. That is a greater praise for them 
That is the greater thing to be mentioned. Look at the status they have with Allah. Then afterwards their reward. But their status with Allah is the priority. How much status they have and how Allah has mentioned them. Having that great status being the best of all of the creatures. That is more praiseworthy. So Allah mentioned that first about them. Their status. Then after that their reward is mentioned. So their reward it mentions they will be in these gardens of paradise. Jannat. And the reason why the plural is mentioned that they will be in these gardens is because there are going to be lots of different types of them. Lots of different types of these gardens of paradise. And there are uh, uh, examples and a hadith and ayat which confirm that there are indeed multiple, various, different types of gardens of paradise and different levels of paradise. And so that's why the plural is mentioned, Jannat لِخْتِلَافِ anwa'iha, Because of the different types that there will be. And there are some examples mentioned in a hadith, إِنَّ الْجَنَّاتِ jannatan. مِنْ ذَهَبْ آنِيَتُهُمَا وَمَا فِيهِمَا وَجَنَّتَانِ مِنْ فِضَّةِ آنِيَتُهُمَا وَمَا فِيهِمَا That there are two made of gold and all the utensils within them of gold and two of silver and all the utensils within them of silver. And so it mentions these different types of gardens and different types of the rewards and levels of paradise that there will be. And then it's mentioned in the hadith of Ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhuma, لَيْسَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ مِمَّا فِي الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا الْأَسْمَعِ That there is nothing in paradise from that which is in this world except the names. In the Quran you read about the kinds of things that are going to be in paradise. And the names of those things are mentioned, the different types of fruits and things. The names are the same, we're using those names, but the reality of what those things will be in paradise is going to be different. And that is because it is mentioned in paradise there is ma la ayna ra'at, wa la udhuna sami'at, wa la khatara ala qalbi bashar. That which no eye has seen and no ear has heard, and neither has it occurred to the imagination of anyone. Such are the affairs that will be in paradise. And then he mentions, it mentions also about the rivers that flow under them. That there are rivers that flow underneath. The scholars, they said, that these rivers, some of the scholars they mention, these rivers they flow from under the palaces and from under the trees uh, within the gardens of paradise, from under the palaces and under the trees of the gardens of paradise. And there is a description mentioned, I don't remember, was it here? in the previous ayat or somewhere else, that the rivers of paradise, they are not like the rivers in this world. 
the rivers in this world, for a river to flow, you have to have two banks either side. But it's mentioned in some of the, the texts that the rivers of paradise flow without banks either side of them. Without the, the, the banks, the, the, the soil on the side, then you have to have a, a, a dip and the water runs in that. But in paradise it is mentioned there are no banks on those rivers, the rivers flow. And so they are of different descriptions to here. And then, in fact, here, yes, the Sheikh mentions here. وَقَدْ جَاءَ فِي الْآثَارِ مِنْ وَصْفِ هَذِهِ الْأَنْهَارِ أَنَّهَا تَجْرِي بِغَيْرِ أُخْدُودٍ وَبِغَيْرِ خَنَادِقٍ بِمَعْنَى أَنَّ النَّهْرِ يَجْرِي عَلَى سَطْحِ الْأَرْضِ يَتَوَجَّهْ حَيْثُ وَجَّهَهُ الْإِنسَانِ وَلَا يَحْتَاجُ إِلَى شَقِّ خَنَادِقٍ وَلَا إِلَى بِنَاءِ أُخْدُودٍ تَمْنَعُ سَيْلَانِ الْمَاءِ يَمِينًا وَشَمَالًا وفي هذا يقول نعم so in paradise the rivers they flow without banks and you don't need to dig out anything for the water to flow in the water just flows nothing stopping it on either side and it doesn't just flow off it flows as you wish it to flow without any river banks on the sides and without having to dig out the the depth for the water to flow in it flows on the surface without banks wherever the person wishes for them to flow. Ibn al-Qayyim qala fi al-Nuniyyah anharuha min ghayri ukhdoodin jarat subhana mumsikuha an al-faydani that the rivers, they do not have any banks to them, they flow and so that Allah is far removed from any deficiency, the one who controls them from spilling out. Now, if you pour water, if you pour water without anything on the sides, the water just goes everywhere. But if you put two pieces of wood or something, then put the water in, it will flow inside of the pieces of wood. But in paradise, there's nothing on the sides, the rivers just flow without anything on the sides. And they don't go everywhere, they flow but without any of the banks. And then Allah mentions, خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا أَيْ مَاكِثِينَ فِيهَا أَبَدًا لَا يَمُوتُونَ وَلَا يَمْرَضُونَ وَلَا يَبْأَسُونَ وَلَا يَأْلَمُونَ وَلَا يَحْزَنُونَ وَلَا يَمَسُّهُمْ فِيهَا نَصَبٌ فَهُمْ فِي أَكْمَلِ النَّعِيمِ دَائِمًا وَأَبَدًا That they will be therein forever. They do not die. They do not become sick. They do not... Uh, experience pain or grief. Uh, there is no type of uh, deficiency that overcomes them in that existence. So they are upon the most perfect of blessing and the complete blessing. That they are pleased with Allah and Allah Oh, Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him. So this is the greatest of the blessing that Allah is pleased with them. That Allah is pleased with them. So the blessing of Allah or the pleasure of Allah is upon them and Allah is never angered at them. بَلْ وَيَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى اللَّهِ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَ بِأَعْيُنِهِمْ 
كما يرون القمر ليلة البدر لا يشكون في ذلك that they uh, will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with their own eyes just as you see the moon on a full moon clear night and they will not have to uh, uh, fight or, or push or any of the nature to see that it will be a clear sight. وَلَا يَمْتَرُونَ فِي ذَلِكَ وَلَا يَتَضَامُونَ فِي ذَلِكَ They won't be squashed with each other trying to see. It will be a clear vision that they see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then at the end Allah tells us all of that is for who? ذَلِكَ لِمَنْ خَشْيَ رَبَّهِ That is for him who fears his Lord. أَيْ ذَلِكَ الْجَزَاءِ لِمَنْ خَشْيَ اللَّهَ عَزَّ وَجَلَ that reward is for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as Allah mentions in the Quran, إِنَّمَا يَخْشَ اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ الْعُلَمَاءُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَزِيزٌ That indeed the ones who truly fear Allah from His servants are the scholars. And indeed Allah is the mighty, the powerful, the offer-giving. So this highlights that the true fear comes with knowledge. Those who fear Allah, they are the ones who will get this reward because the ones who fear Allah will implement and practice His religion and they will perform the halal and they will stay away from the haram and they'll stay away from the bid'ah and the wrongdoing and they'll implement the sunnah and what we've been commanded with. They are the ones who have the true fear so they are the ones being mentioned who will get this reward. And at the head of them are the people of knowledge, the scholars, the people who have that true understanding and detailed understanding of the religion. That brings us to a summarized tafsir of this particular chapter then. And inshallah ta'ala, we'll stop on that for today and we'll start the next one. Next time next week inshallah which is inna anzalnahu fi laylatil qadr that will begin with next time inshallah ta'ala wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam